Good evening and welcome back to episode three of the Three Pillars podcast. I'm your host, Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobinator the Motivator, and I'm, I'm glad to have you guys back again uh, this week. Um, we've been talking about uh, the Three Pillars of Fitness. That's what the podcast is all about, right? We've covered physical, mental, we're going to get into spiritual fitness tonight. Um, and each week, again, we're going to try to address some aspect of uh, one of those three pillars to try to help us all grow uh, more uh, in a more holistic uh, view of wellness. Uh, I think that's super important in this day and age um, that we really not just focus on one of those pillars because you're not going to stand without all three. The strongest you know, structure in the world is a pyramid, right? It's got three sides, makes sense, three pillars, something to that effect, right? But if you're only standing on just your physical fitness, what's what you're you're lacking in the other two if you're just relying on mental fitness again same same story if you're just picking two of those just say you're just looking at physical and mental you're always going to have a void somewhere um same thing if you just if you were just doing spiritual and physical you're gonna have mental fitness uh check it out to deal with but um at the end of the day they all are intertwined with one another all right um spiritual fitness is is obviously uh, probably where you should start, uh, in my opinion. Uh, I waited until the third episode in to do this because I wanted, you know, first want to get it, kind of get our feet wet. Second one to talk about a little bit more, uh, some serious uh, stuff that people probably experience more on the regular. But you guys don't understand that we are in a spiritual battle every single day, every day. And we're going to talk about the our armor that we use to protect ourselves. And how we uh, combat uh, the evils in the world every single day. So, um, like I said, I'm having my notes. Um, I'm on the road this week, so I don't have everything normally prepared. But we'll we'll get there, right? So, again, this this today we're going to talk about our spiritual fitness. All right. Um, let's start with a prayer. How about that? Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Uh, thank you for the wonderful friends you've uh, blessed me with. Uh, bless each and every one of them in their lives that they uh, receive this message with uh, uh, ears to hear and eyes to see. Um, Lord, help us grow together in our uh, strength and our faith in you. And let, you know, uh, your light shine through us uh, out into the world to, to preach the gospel, Lord. Uh, Lord, I ask you just uh, give me the words to say um, to get your message across. You put this on my heart, Lord. And I want, uh, I want it to be, uh, you know, ringing true. So, Lord, let's uh, do this together. Lord, use me as you will, and we will carry on. Uh, in your holy name, we pray. Amen. All right. So, before we get started, uh, if you guys are really enjoying this, please uh, go ahead and hit, hit the like button down there. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. I try to do these again every Thursday at eight o'clock. Um, and hit the notification bell. You can check out all the other videos I do uh, with the fitness stuff. So I try to put that out uh, as often as I can. It's just little videos, no big deal. But this is something I want to do weekly. And again, if you got topics you want to discuss, uh, drop those in the comments as well. Uh, I'd be more than happy to touch base, even you know, bring some of you guys on if you're interested. Uh, let me know. So let's jump into it. Spiritual fitness. It starts starts out with how you pray. And a lot of people, are, they, they're afraid to pray. They don't know, you know, do I pray out loud? Do I pray to myself? Do I anything like that? Really, the prayer is your prayer meditation. Prayer is when you are uh, speaking to God. 
Meditation is when you are listening to God. All right. People are like, oh, he doesn't speak to me. Where are you listening? That's the issue. Take some time every day to yourself. Get on your knees and pray. Speak to the Lord. Pray for, um, pray for others. Well, for first thing, always thank God. No matter what situation you're in, thank God for uh, where you're at, for all the blessings that you get each and every day. You wake up, you're alive. That's a blessing, right? It means you have purpose. God hasn't given up on you yet. I pray for others. Part two of a prayer, if you will. Uh, pray for their well-being. Pray for the nation. Pray for for healing, for unity. Pray for uh, the light of the Lord to shine his uh, um, to shine his light in the darkest corners of this earth. Uh, to reveal himself to somebody in a way that only they understand, because this is a is a personal relationship, a personal walk uh, that we have. Leave religion out of it. That's I mean, it's hard to say, but religion is really not mentioned that often in the Bible, to be honest. Uh, it's about a relationship with the creator of the universe. He is your intercessor. And we'll talk about the cross event in a little bit. Um, you got a direct link. Use it. And then third, pray for yourself. Uh, whatever you're deficient in, whatever your strength you need, uh, ask for it. Don't be afraid to, to ask for stuff. And I'm not talking about prosperity gospel. I'm, I'm talking about have a prayer so profound that the Ancient of Days sitting on his throne hears your prayer. He has to kind of come to the edge of his seat and go, huh, that's what I'm talking about. Not just, oh, Lord, you know, let me make a paycheck on Friday. You can do that if you need it, obviously, but not frivolous stuff, stuff that's actually from the heart. Because that's spiritual wealth. It's worth way more than all the, the, the gold and platinum and silver on, on earth. Is, is, is that relationship and your walk with the Lord. Um, if you don't know how to pray. So that's three kind of parts to it. But if you're still kind of struggling with it. Um, Matthew 6, 9. Right? Lord's Prayer. Right? If you don't know it. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. First, we, we can break that down another time, but there's a lot of parts into it. But it, um, that's the prayer that Jesus said, hey, this is how you pray. The creator of the universe said, hey, this is how you pray. Pray like that. And you don't have to pray out loud. You can sit and pray to yourself. Pray with your family. Always sit down with your family whenever you can and pray. Before bedtime, dinner, first thing, whenever. It builds that spiritual foundation. Helps build their armor. And again, we'll talk about that in just a minute. Um, the Psalms. The Psalms are another wonderful place to just dive into if you want to learn how to pray. Or if you just want to hear some just beautiful words written uh, of the Lord, to the Lord, I should say. Um, David was a was awesome, right? A lot of the Psalms are attributed to him. Um, you can jump into Proverbs too, but Psalms, if you really want to hear some real beautiful, eloquent things, 
Psalm 91 is like my go-to. It's my what I call my battle psalm, uh, as it were. But another good one, uh, a lot of people know Psalm 46, just first two verses. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore will not we fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. We'll talk about fear another time, but that's just one of the examples of don't be afraid. Right, but it's, it, gets, it gets you in that prayer mindset. As you pray, there's a spiritual realm around us that you can't see. But as you pray, imagine yourself like a little, like a little candle in the dark. That little light radiates into the darkness. Your little bubble, your little protective sphere um, increases as you grow in your faith, grow in your walk, grow in your relationship with the Lord. Um, it's awesome. It, it really is when you get down to it. Um, so that's prayer. All right. What, what other tools do we have? So we obviously talked about some, but we got you got your Bible, right? There's a lot of different versions out there. You got to find the one that kind of speaks to you the best. I think I prefer the King James. I like the these and the vowels and the, and the eloquent language. It's a little harder to read, but it makes you really have to sit down, pay attention and read it. That's, why I'm a big fan of the King James. Um, ESV is another good one. It's a good study Bible. A lot of it's got some updates because obviously King James uh, version was written, and then in like 1947 they found the Dead Sea Scrolls, and nobody's updated the King James version with the info from the Dead Sea Scrolls. The ESV has some of that in there too. You know what I mean? Go to different sources is what I'm saying. Uh, find there's plenty of podcasts, plenty of plans, plenty of stuff in like the Bible app and whatnot. Uh, you can get you know, there's there's websites you can go on there you can compare the versions from every single uh, uh, version of the Bible out there every verse in every version just find the one that speaks to you but the point is when you sit there and actively take time to read it you guys are all smart enough to do that make your own opinion form formulate your own uh, relationship with the book the the issue is and my my pastor said this is this uh, this Sunday, and it was awesome. I was taking little notes. I'm not trying to steal your thunder, Clark, but um, it was really profound to me. Um, just like with the armor, we'll talk about in a little bit. Your Bible is 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 one of your one of your tools, right? It's a, it's the the sword of the spirit. When uh, the Lord's described in uh, many divisions in the Old Testament, the prophets, and in Revelation, you know, uh, especially in Revelation, he's got a sharp two-edged sword that comes out of his mouth to slay all the enemies of, of the nations. Well, that sword is the word. So the Bible you have sitting on your desk collecting dust doesn't do you any good as a paperweight. If it's just sitting there collecting dust, how in the heck are you supposed to sit there and learn anything from it? Open it up. You want to read cover to cover? Great. A lot of people just can't do that. They don't get it. They don't know what's going on. The Old Testament, New Testament. What, what is this stuff? There's we can work that through that. The Psalms are a good place because it's just a beautiful stuff. Proverbs, if you want to learn a lot about life. Uh, Revelation, if you want to know how the story ends. I like that's probably a good place to start, honestly. And then you know, then you can get into Genesis. All this. Then you start reading the history stuff. You get into Exodus. You get into uh, Chronicles, Kings, all that is all the history 
aspect of it. Uh, obviously, the Gospels talk about the life of Jesus. Um, there's a lot going on to it. And there's a lot of, again, there's a lot of tools out there to help you get into the mindset of the people who it was written uh, for, like the Hebrews and the Israelites, but it applies to us too. We can't always take a modern understanding and understand what's going on because their worldview is different than ours. But we'll get into that a, a whole other time. Um, a whole other time because there's a lot to unpack there. Um, so when you read your Bible, you just have to, again, I would say pray before you open it up. And when you read it, understand that you're going to get something out of it. Don't just read it just to read it. All right, read it with an expectancy. Read it with faith. And, you know, faith is, uh, is something that's it's, it's, it's unseen, right? You breathe air every single day. You can't see air, but you know it's there. Just the most, like, classic example. Same thing with faith. It's just a matter of you uh, submitting your heart to the Lord and uh, understanding that's where your strength comes from. You know, people talk about hitting rock bottom, right? I've been at rock bottom. It sucks. But that rock that supports the foundation of our lives is Jesus. It's awesome. But you have to build that foundation. If you don't build your foundation on Jesus, you're going to fall into the swamp. You're going to fall into quicksand. It's not going to be pretty. But he still loves you anyways. He'll pull you up out of the quicksand. He'll pull you up out of the water in a minute. You just got to have faith. Okay? So, again, the Bible, it's, it's more than just a book. It is the living word of God. It, it, it doesn't change. The world changes. But there's so much packed into the, the, the Bible, the 66 books of the Bible. I've, I've, I've read it cover to cover. It's so enlightening. You got to take time to do it. There's plenty of plans to help you do it. You know, each day, read a little bit, this and there. You can listen to it online. There's there's people who are like audiobooks and stuff. Listen to it and let it soak in. Sometimes you just have to, to read it and then go back and reread parts of it because of things you're you're go, you're gonna miss things. And every time you open it up, you're gonna find something new. But it's the living word of God. It's gonna speak to you in in, in ways. But again, you can't just take your life and try to find something in a, you know, in a Bible about it. You know what I mean? It's, it's more to it than that. It teaches a lot of lessons, but you can't just cherry pick, if that makes sense. You can't just, you know, oh, this verse says that, so it applies to my life, so therefore I'm justified. It doesn't work like that. It's a lot more, um, <laughs> more rules to it than that. And the rules aren't always the bad thing, but we'll hit that on another, on another episode of <laughs> when we talk about, um, you know, what it means to really submit to the Lord. And that's not a bad thing. Guardrails. Remember that. Remember guardrails. We'll get back to that. So, I'm going to read one of uh, one of the more powerful verses uh, in Ephesians. Ephesians 6. Ephesians 6, 10. Let's talk about the armor. All right, this is when we really get into spiritual fitness. The armor of God... You have to put on every single day. And you have to maintain it every single day. 
I'm a Marine. My body armor that I was issued, if I just let it sit in the corner and collect dust and never maintained it, never put it on, it was not going to do me any good. If I didn't train in my armor, I would if I just, oh man, I have to go do something, now I have to put my armor on, it's heavy. But you can condition yourself to it. This is heavy stuff we're dealing with, ladies and gents. Spiritual battle all around us. You have to condition your soul. And that is what the armor of God is. And you have to maintain it every day by reading the word, discussing it, having a Bible study, going to church, listening to your pastor. or uh, And then again, a lot of people, again, aren't affiliated with any kind of religion. That's fine. But you got to read the book. And you got to read other stuff that's out there too. There's a lot. There's some extra biblical stuff that's even that's phenomenal too. We'll get into that another time. But I'm gonna go ahead and jump into Ephesians six ten through eighteen. It's a little bit long, and we'll break down all the pieces of your armor uh, at the end. But listen, observe with every sense that you've got. Um, again, I'm gonna be reading from the King James version. I don't have my Bible. I apologize. I'm on a road. And my Bible's like this, takes a lot to carry. So, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, that's the belt of truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all power and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Amen. So, one, two, three, four, five, six. I feel like I'm missing one. Belt, breastplate. Maybe it's six. It's all right. So you got your belt of truth. The truth is, who is the truth? Jesus, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Right? You know what the truth is. It's written in the book. Breastplate of righteousness. That covers your heart, right? That keeps you... Um, on that straight and narrow path. Nothing can attack your heart and tempt you and lead you astray if you've got your breastplate of righteousness on. The shoes of the gospel of peace. You know that the Lord is, is, is uh, what he did for you, uh, is there to save you and keep you. Um, it, you've been saved by the, by the Lord. That's the gospel. Jesus is, is alive and well. Our God lives. Okay? Shield of faith. You, put, you take your shield, you're going to withstand all the darts. You're going to be attacked constantly, constantly, constantly. Attacked. Got a shield. You can defend against that. And then when it gets closed off, boom, shield bash. Knock them out. Right? Helmet of salvation. Protect your mind. That shield is going to protect your body. The breastplate protects your heart. That helmet protects your mind. There's a lot of temptations out there. You're saved through the blood of Jesus Christ. But that helmet on your head protects your mind. And then 
the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. When you know the scriptures, you can combat uh, evil. I'm not saying you're going out looking for a fight. Because you you can't fight in the spiritual world. You're, you weren't made for fighting in the second, second heaven. But you can't defend against it. Who can fight in the second heaven? Jesus can. The sons of God can. I don't call them angels. That's just a job that's a messenger. The sons of God are, for all intents and purposes, angels. Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, Uriel, all the archangels and all the hosts of heaven. Right? Not all angels, though. We'll get into that another time, too. Whole other topic of discussion. But for all intents and purposes, the angels fight in the second heaven for you against uh, the wickedness, the demons, and all, all that jazz. Again, not going to get into demonology and angelology. I'm not an expert, but I'm, it's, it's neat stuff. So you've got all of your armor. You have to maintain it. Just like being in the military, if you don't train with your armor, put it on, you're going to get killed or you're going to get somebody else killed. Because they, if you're not prepared properly, somebody else may have to pick up your slack and they might get smoked because you weren't prepared. Seems like it's asking a lot. It's really not, though. All right. You have to maintain your armor and you have to put it on. I think that's the most important thing people forget. Yeah, I've got the Bible and I've got, you know, my faith in the Lord and everything like that. But are you actively engaged in that every day? I can't answer that for you. You have to answer it yourself. Um, so, talked about faith. We said it uh, again. Thanks, uh, Pastor Clark. Um, it's the evidence uh, of the unseen world. You got air. You can breathe it, right? But. You don't, you don't know it's there, but it's it's something you can't see. There's Again, there's an entire other realm around you that if you could see, you might be a little bit scared. And we'll talk about fear another time. Um, but know that it's going to be all right. But you put that armor on and you start training yourself up and you really start digging deep into the Word, you'll see there's a lot of scary stuff that's happened in the past. And there might be some scary stuff going on right now. But you're more prepared for fear if you understand it okay and again we'll talk about fear uh on an entire uh a whole other time last thing i want to talk about really quickly is the cross event this is kind of the culminating part of this entire video this is what spiritual fitness really this is how you really um em embody that spiritual fitness is by understanding who you are and what jesus did for you on the cross and then after that the resurrection okay Jesus was the only man. He is God incarnate. He walked the earth as a man, was tempted just like every other man that walked the planet, and he did it without sin until the day he died. He was crucified in a most horrific way. Go watch Passion of the Christ. He was crucified as an innocent man. Before he died, he took every sin, past, present, and future, onto his soul, and it drug him to hell. And he did that because he loves you. Jesus loves you. He went to hell for you. And he defeated death. He went down to hell for three days. 
And you can argue up one side and down the other what he did to all who's down there. I like to think he drop kicked the devil in the face, but I think he preached to all the all the souls in Sheol. Some of the people had never heard of him. I think he preached the word. And he saved each and every single one of us by taking the keys to death and hell. And he ascended into heaven a couple of days after that. So he, he resurrected from the dead on three days. And then he ascended into heaven after that. But the resurrection is important. There was nobody in the tomb. But there Jesus was. Alive and well. God incarnate. The creator of the universe. Loves you. He took all the sin in the world. From everybody. Not just me. Not just you. Everybody. Past, present, and future. And he did it because he loves us. And now you have a direct line to the creator of the universe. And now you have somebody to be accountable to. You're always going to let him down. But he loves you anyways. None of us are worthy to eat the crumbs that, are, that fall off the table of the Lord. But he loves us anyway. He invites, he invites us to that table. Every single day if you'll have him. That is the magnitude of what happened at the cross. Jesus loves you and he wants to redeem you of the fallen state that you're in, but you cannot do that unless you accept him as your Lord and Savior. This is why this is the most important pillar. It does help with your entire spiritual being. I'm sorry, your entire wellness uh, aspect, but until you're committed to healing yourself spiritually, the other stuff doesn't matter. You have to build that foundation first. That's why I wanted to do this one third. Because it is important. I don't care how many bullets you've got. I don't know how much water you've got stocked up. I don't care how much uh, you know, food you've got stocked up. What kind of you know, guns you have. I already said guns, but I don't care. If you're not prepared spiritually... What does all that matter? I'm here because I want spiritual justice for all of you. I want you to go to heaven and live there in eternity in paradise with the Lord. And ultimately, heaven comes down to earth and we all live happily ever after. Right? But we cannot do that unless we are living in sin. Two commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Love your neighbor as yourself. Fun fact, the first one is basically the first five commandments. The second one is basically the second five commandments. So, really simple. Jesus loves you. Let's see if I got anything else on my little notepad here. Um, so yeah, that's that's your eternal salvation. That's what this pillar of fitness is. All right, your physical body, physical fitness while you're here on Earth to maintain and to literally endure some of the stuff that goes on with this heat, cold, you know, persecution, torture, just day-to-day -day operations. Mental health gets you through some of that stuff too with your mind, mind and everything, but your spiritual health gives you that moral compass, gives you that guiding light, that that 
uh, eternal trust and faith in the Lord that he's going to carry you through no matter what. And everything else falls into place. That's your foundation. All right? So I know it went a little longer than the last two, but um, it's important. And I love you guys. And I, it's, that's what I want um, for you. I want us all to go you know, live in heaven together. Can't ask for much more than that. Some of you guys don't even know. That's fine. I love you too. That's what Jesus does. He loves all of us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving us. Thank you for what you did on the cross. Lord, thank you for uh, giving us that guiding light and being that, um, that direction for us, Lord. Uh, Lord, I ask that you uh, bless everyone who's tuned into this. Uh, Lord, I ask that you bless anyone who will tune into this. Um, no matter what they're going through in their life, Lord, just fill their hearts with joy and, and the hope and, and the knowledge that you love them, Lord. And Lord, I ask that you uh, be with me and my family. Uh, Lord, continue to strengthen us and, uh, and help us just increase our faith each and every day uh, in you so that we can tell the world, preach from the rooftops or from the interwebs, whatever whatever happens, right? Um, Lord, we love you. We thank you. And we thank you for this opportunity to come together uh, this week and um, just talk about you, Lord. Um, Lord, I just love you. Amen. Like I said, sometimes you don't have you don't have to you don't have to be one of these professional, uh, you know, you don't have to you have to pray like a professional, right? It's, that's not what it's about. It's about that relationship with the Lord. So, um, guys, that's all I had for you guys tonight. Um, thank you for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. Uh, if this does speak to you, if you feel led, uh, please uh, drop a subscribe, uh, like, comment, uh, share this with whoever you think might need it. Um, if you got any questions, comments, concerns, drop them in the comments. Most of you guys have my contact information anyways. Uh, like I said, I really do appreciate it. I love you guys. Um, got another good show for you next week. See you next Thursday. Tobin, air out.